Oh, come on, let's magnify the name of the Lord. Dear God, we love you, Jesus. Uh, we thank you, dear God, for the freedom and the liberty that we feel in this place. Freedom to lift up our hands. Freedom to lift up our voice. Freedom, dear God, to dance in the spirit. How oh, we love you, Jesus. We magnify you. We glorify you. We exalt your holy name. Ah, uh, there is none like it unto you, Jesus. You are the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega, the only wise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Feel the presence of the Lord. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Zechariah, chapter 3. Zechariah chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan, even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem, rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with change of raiment. And by the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to talk about snatched out of the fire. Snatched out of the fire. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Here in, in verse 2, um, the word pluck in the Hebrew, it means to uh, be delivered, saved, snatched, rescued. Uh, tonight, I'm thankful for the work that God has done in my life. I'm thankful that God knows how to save, that God knows how to deliver. I'm thankful that the Lord knows how to handle the devil tonight. I'm thankful that when the devil tries to stand up and try to hurl railing accusations, I'm glad that there's a God that knows how to take care of him. Tonight, we don't have to have any words for the devil in his accusations and the lies that he tells and the old things in our past that he tries to dig up. All we need to know is that the Lord has a word for the devil. And the Bible says that the Lord knows how to rebuke Satan. I'm thankful tonight that I have a God that is working on my behalf, that when the devil comes snooping around and he wants to dig up some old things, that I have a God that is on my side that knows how to put the devil in his place, that knows how to rebuke him, that knows how to close the mouth of the lion. You can be seated tonight. You'll find out that that old devil, he likes to come around every now and then, and he likes to snoop around, and he likes to try to remind us of all things. 
old lifestyles, old behaviors, old conversations. The Bible tells us in the book of Jude how that he came and he contended with the angel uh, Michael for the, the body of Moses. That devil, he wanted to dig up those failures and those those past things, but and he began to, you know, speak things against Michael, and Michael didn't have any words for him. He just said that the Lord rebuked thee. Somebody needs to know how to rebuke the devil tonight and let the devil know that you're not going to bring up the old things that I used to do, the old places I used to go. You're not going to bring that up to me. You're not going to remind me of those things. God has delivered me. He has saved me. He has set me free. He has brought me out. And he's put me in a good place tonight. Are you thankful you're in the church tonight? Are you thankful you're a part of the body of Christ tonight? Are you thankful for the work that God is doing in your life tonight? You can be seated. Here in this the book of Zechariah, here you'll read where the high priest Joshua, he stood before the angel of the Lord, and there Satan right there at his right hand to try to resist him. And the Bible tells us that the Lord begins to remind the Satan that, that I've chosen Jerusalem. And he began to make, he made a statement that caught my eye as he said that, referring to Joshua, he said, is this not a brand plucked? Out of the fire. In other words, what he was he was likening Joshua to as you can you, you can refer to it as maybe a, a stick that was in the fire and it was it was burning and the Lord saved it before it was consumed or destroyed. And that's what he is likening Joshua to. The fire was the situation that Joshua and the God's people had found themselves in as they were they was captive in Babylon and they was in a bad situation and the time came where God brought them out. God saved them from that situation. I'm thankful tonight that God pulled me out of some situations. Out of some situations that could have destroyed me. That could have consumed me. I'm thankful for the day that the Lord came and he reached down and he plucked me out of some situations that could have destroyed my life. That could have destroyed my soul. I don't know about anybody else but I come to offer the Lord some thanksgiving, some praise that he delivered me, that he set me free, that he brought me out when nothing else could. You can be seated tonight. I'm talking about situations. We all can think back and look at times in our lives where we were in some pretty bad situations, things that could have destroyed us, things that could have de destroyed our souls in hell for eternity. But God, thank, thanks be to God that the day that he showed up and he pulled me out of the pit, out of the miry clay, and that he set my feet up on a rock and established my going. I don't know about anybody 
else. But when I think about that, I can't sit down, oh God. I can't come to the house of the Lord with my mouth closed or with my hands folded. I got to lift up my voice like a trump and let God know that I'm thankful for the work that you've done in my life. Come on, am I talking to some people that are thankful? Am I talking to some people that have the understanding, the knowledge that your life could have been destroyed and God stepped in right at the nick of time? You can be seated tonight. The Bible tells us that God, he rose up, he raised up a prophet by the name of Moses to go down to Egypt and to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. And through many, many different works and miracles that he performed through Moses, Pharaoh let Egypt, let the children of Israel go. But as they begin to leave, you know, the devil, I'm going to tell you something. God is in the business of pulling us out. He's in the business of pulling us out of this world. He's in the business of pulling us out of situations that are destructive, relationships that are destructive, addictions that are destructive. God is all in the business, all about pulling us out. But you better rest assured that the devil is trying to pull us right back in. The devil wants to pluck you out as well. He wants to pluck you out of the church. He wants to pull you out of the church. He wants to remove you from your place that God has placed you in, the good place that God has placed you in. But the Bible tells us that as Pharaoh and his army came after the children of Israel to bring them and to pull them back into Egypt, the Bible says that God calls, uh, told Moses to um, how to part the Red Sea and how that when he parted that Red Sea that the children of Israel, they walked through on dry ground. And once they got over to the other side, he lifted that, that rod and he returned that sea back to its normal state. And that in doing that, he destroyed Pharaoh and his army. I'm, I want you to know, and the Bible says that God saved them that day. I want you to know, I'm thankful for the day that God saved me. You know, Moses was a type and shadow of Jesus Christ. I'm thankful for the day that Jesus came and he stepped down into my life and he pulled me out of this world. He pulled me out of addiction. He pulled me out of lustful situations. He set me free. I don't know about anybody else, but I came to lift up my voice tonight. I come to clap my hands. I come to lift up my hands. I come to dance in the spirit. I come to run it out. I come to leap for joy. When I think about how God pulled me out. You can be seated tonight. I'm talking about situations that could have consumed us. You know, this world will tell young people, they'll tell them to get involved in certain lifestyles or to live a certain way or to dress a certain way and trying to cause young people to believe that this is the only way to be, uh, to feel like I'm worth anything or for people to 
accepted. You know, I don't care about being accepted by this world tonight. I care about being accepted by God. I want God to look down and I want God to accept me. But you'll find out this. If you go in the, 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 the way that the world tells you to go, you will get yourself involved in situations that will destroy your life. It will destroy your moral structure. It will destroy all decency and all any kind of integrity that you ever had. I don't want to get involved with the things of this world. You know, God pulled us out of this world. And you know what? When God pulled me out, I have a desire to stay out. I don't have a desire to go back. Come on, I ain't trying to go back to the beggarly elements. Come on, God has put me in a good place. God has put me in a sure place. God has put me in a place that is solid, that is firm. I'm not trying to go back. You can be seated. But the devil is trying to pull us back. The devil wants you to go back to drugs. The devil wants you to go back to listening to immoral things. He wants you to go back to looking at things that Hollywood produces, things that will destroy the way you think, things that will that will cause you to, to be in bondage, things that will cause you to um, throw away decent morals. The devil wants that. He wants young people to be addicted to all the wrong things. We heard about being addicted, but we want to be, last night, but we want to be addicted like it was said to the right thing. If you want to be addicted to anything, you ought to be addicted to the church. That when I miss church, come on, I start. You got a question when people miss church. Do you, do you really love it? Do you really crave this? I don't know about anybody else, but when I'm out of church, something inside of me don't feel right. I start having urges. I got to get back to the house of the Lord. I got to get back to where the people of God is. I got to get back to where the glory of God is. Come on, it ain't in the club room. It ain't in the bar room. It ain't in nicotine. It ain't in alcohol. It's in the house of the Lord. Come on, David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. You can be seated tonight. That means I didn't come with my head hung down tonight. Oh, it's another Wednesday night. No, I ain't come with that mind frame. That's the wrong mind frame. I came running into the house of the Lord. I came expecting. I came. Come on, ain't nobody gonna pump and prime me. I already came with a praise in my mouth. I already came with thanksgiving in my heart. I know how good God has been to me. You can be seated tonight. I know how good he's been to me this day alone. So, I have an understanding that God snatched me out of some bad situations. God pulled me out of some things that was horrible. That I didn't know how I was going to get out. Where it didn't seem like there was any way out. Somehow, God came and he stepped in. I'm going to tell you, God knows how to deliver his people. 
God knows how to save. God knows. You better rest assured that when God saves you, you ain't got no question about it. You're saved. When God wants to work in your life, you ain't got to question it. You ain't got to doubt it. I don't doubt what we're doing here tonight. I don't have any doubts about what the word of God says tonight. I know the effect that it had in my life. I remember where I was, but I sure know where I am today. And it's all because of Jesus Christ. It's only by the grace of God that I am what I am. I know that that nobody else did that. I know Jesus did that. I know the power of the Holy Ghost working in my life performed that work. Can be seated tonight. You know, the time came where David David went out on the battlefield and he saw Goliath mouthing off and defiling God's people. And the ones that were supposed to be out fighting. You know, they they had on all the the, the wardrobe, appeared like they were going out to battle. But you find out that wasn't much fighting going on when he got there. They were somewhere tucked in the corners and hiding as Goliath was just having his way. You know, there's one thing I don't want to be tonight, and that is a pretender. You know, there's a lot of people pretending that they're fighting that good fight of faith. There's a lot of people pretending that they're engaged in the battle. But you'll find out that all it takes is a situation to arise. All it'll take is time to stand up for what is right, okay? And you'll find out that there wasn't much fighting going on to begin with. So I don't want to be all taught tonight. I want to really be involved. I really want to be engaged in the battle tonight. I want to know that the answer is when, when that giant rise up in my life, the answer is not running away, tongue telling and hiding. The answer is running to the I'm not running from the battle. I'm running to the battle because I know in who I believe in. I know that my God will deliver me. You can be seated tonight. And David, David went on and he began to talk about how, you know, because Saul was like, there's no way you can go out and fight this guy. You're just, you, this guy has been fighting since his youth. There's no way you can do this. And, you know, David just had to, you know, give him a little background on some things, situations that he had been through. And situations that I like when people talk about situations that they've been through, and it doesn't give them the glory, it gives God the glory. I like when people glorify God. I like when people understand that the only way I got through it is by the grace of God. I didn't get through this because of my education. I didn't get through this because of what I know and how I perceive things to be. I got through this because of God, because of his grace, because of his mercy, because he's been good to me. And be seated tonight. So I want to give him glory. I want to make sure that I'm putting the spotlight on Jesus at all times. I want every word that comes out of my mouth to glorify him. I want everything that I do, I want it to glorify him. 
I don't want it to glorify me. And David, he began to just give Saul some background on some situations that he had been through. And he talked about how that God delivered him. He delivered him out of the hand of the lion and out of the hand of the bear. And he said, My, that, that same God will deliver me from this Philistine. I need, somebody needs to know that God is well able tonight. That there's nothing too hard for our God tonight. Let me tell you something. If he did it before, he'll do it again. Come on. We ain't serving a one-shot God tonight. My God is well able at all times to pull me out. Set me free to deliver me. You can be seated tonight. He is well able. I want to tell someone that it doesn't matter what you're dealing with. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It's not too big for God to pull you out of that situation that is trying to consume you, that is trying to destroy you. I'm talking about somebody that is struggling with depression. You're in the right place to be delivered from that tonight. I'm talking about a person that is dealing with a bad attitude. You get it under control for a little bit, but somehow it rises up. That means that you ain't completely gave it over to God. But I want you to know you're in the place where you can be delivered from that once and for all. That person with that ugly, rebellious spirit that is always taken against, that is always murmuring and complaining, God can set you free from that destructive behavior. He can set you free. He can do it. You can be seated tonight. Don't you know that kind of thing will destroy you? You let that go unchecked, it will destroy you. And God is standing ready. He stands ready to try to pull people out of thinking in certain ways. He stands ready to pull people out of committing the same old acts over and over again that is going to destroy them. But you know, sometimes we are so stubborn. We're so pig-headed. Because the very thing that God is trying to pull us out of, the very thing that God has once pulled us out of, we are so stubborn and pig-headed and we get to a point where we think we know it all and we end up right back in the pit. We end up going right back to the same thing that God pulled us out before. I under, Listen, I remember the garbage that I was once in. And I remember how there was no rest, no peace. I don't have any desire to go back to that filth. I don't have any desire to go back to the, to the hog pen. I don't have any desire to go back to the vomit. God delivered me from it, and I want to stay delivered. Do you know that each and every day God is working and trying to deliver us and keep us safe? Listen, I don't want to make his job any harder than it. Because I'm ignorant, because I'm stubborn, because I got to have things my way. I want to be in his, in line with his word. I want God to have his way in my life. You can be seated tonight. I'm going to tell you. There's nothing that he can. Storms of life will arise. It will occur. But I want you to know that even in that storm, 
All you got to do is lift up your voice unto the Lord and God will save you. God will pull you out. Listen, somebody, the answer is not in telling everybody else your problems. The answer is in telling Jesus your problems. The answer is, come on, the answer ain't staying home. The answer is getting into the house of the Lord. Get your hands up. Open it up your mouth. Make it up in your mind. I'm coming out of this. I'm coming out of it. You can be seated tonight. God knows how to deliver. They'll sit you. Listen, the devil will back you in. The devil will back you up in the corner, cause you to believe that you're going to die, cause you to believe that there's no way out of it, that God has left you. But I want you to know that God knows how to shut the mouth of the lion. He knows how to shut his mouth. When you come out of the situation with no harm, no hurt, God knows how to do that. We got to have faith in him tonight. We got to get back to the basics tonight. Listen, this thing ain't complicated tonight. It ain't complicated. It's still the same. We got to get back to the basics. We got to get back to the word of God. We got to get back to prayer. We got to get back to having some faith in the things of God. Too many times we let the devil get in our ear and we start to doubt. We start to murmur. We start to complain. We start to let down on things. This ain't the time to let down. If there's ever a time for us to have faith, this is the time. If there's ever a time for us to pray, now is the time. Is there ever a time for you to become acquainted with the word of God? Now is the time. You can be seated. This ain't the time you want to be faint. This ain't the time you want to become weary. This is the time where our faith needs to be high. We need to be, be able to trust and believe in God. We need to remember what God has done in our lives. You can't forget what God has done in your life. People that forget what God has done in their lives are people that don't worship God the way that he ought to be worshipped. Listen, I don't want to forget that I was in the pit and nothing else could bring me out of the pit. And I tried other things. I tried the counseling. I tried everything that this world had to offer, but I come to find out the only thing that could do it was Jesus. You can be seated tonight. The only thing that could do it was Jesus. That's the only thing. I don't want to grow cold to the things of God. I don't want to become lukewarm to the things of God. You know, a lot of times, you know, I didn't grow, I wasn't, We didn't grow up in this thing. You know, truth was brought to us. And as we become, became more familiar with the things of God. But sometimes, in young people, I want you to know, it's a good thing that you have parents that bring you to church. But at some point, it can't become, it can't be that, that God is the God of your parents. He has to become your God. Because 
You'll find out that people will grow up, and they grow up in church. And if they don't get a personal relationship with God, they'll never come to know God for themselves. They'll never get to know how powerful God is and how, how great God is and the things that God can do in their lives. You know, it always will be, well, I, you know, I grew up or my parents brought me to church. Well, that's a good thing, but at some point, you got to learn how to pray for yourself. Yeah, your parents can pray for you, but I'm going to tell you, it, it's not going to do you any good if you ain't praying for yourself. It's not going to do you any good if you're not talking to God because you'll come, you'll get to a point in life where you become an adult and you don't know how to get a hold of God. I want to know how to get a hold of God. I want to know how to open up my mouth for myself. I want to know how to lift up my hands. I want to know how to get the victory. It's great that your parents brought you to church, but honey, at some point you got to learn how to call upon the name of the Lord or you're going to let it go. You're going to let it slip through your hands. You can be seated today. And you won't realize that God saved me. He didn't just save my family. My parents, he saved me as well. He delivered me from the fire as well. He kept me from the things that was trying to destroy me. I'm thankful tonight that I know that God pulled me out of the fire. He pulled me out. He snatched me out of the things that were trying to destroy me. Do you know a carnal mind will destroy you? The Bible says to be carnally minded is death. You stay in that carnal mind, carnal way of thinking, carnal decisions, carnal behavior, it will destroy you. It's amazing. We, we can do everything carnal, but when it comes down to being about spiritual things, coming into the house of the Lord, it's a struggle to get our hands in the air. It's a struggle to open up our mouths. We sit that like... This is new to us, and we have been in church for 15 to 20 years. If anybody should know how to praise God, it should be us. This ain't new to us. We know what we're here for. We ain't here to look at each other. We're here to magnify the King of Kings. We're here to find a glorified the Lord of Lords. You can be seated. I don't want to want to fall into a trap where I can be excited about everything else and not be excited about being here. Not being excited about teaching a Bible study. Not being excited about outreach or prayer meetings. I'm not just on some emotional high. When I'm, when I'm talking about being excited, being enthusiastic, I'm not talking about just being on some emotional high. I'm talking about having an understanding of what God has done in your life. Never forgetting that. Understanding that God pulled me out. And not only did he pull me out, but God cleansed me. He washed me. He forgave me of all of my iniquities. He washed me clean. The name of Jesus is on my life. I thought I would get a better response than that. I said the name of Jesus is on our lives. Come on, not the name of LeBron, not Peyton Manning, not Tom Brady. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. I'm talking about the King of Kings. I'm talking about the Lord of 
us. Come on, are we going to get excited about sports if we can't get excited about the very thing that delivered us and set us free? That gave us victory? That gave us power? Come on now. I can't lose my perspective on what really matters and what really counts tonight. I can't lose that perspective. Those other names don't even compare to Jesus Christ. Come on, the Bible says that every knee is going to bow. That means LeBron is going to bow whether he wants to or not. Brady is going to bow whether he wants to or not. Every knee and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. On that day, it'll be revealed who the real king is. There's a lot of self-proclaimed kings. But on that day, the real king will be revealed. But we already know who it is tonight. It's Jesus Christ. He and he alone reigns. You can be seated tonight. I can't forget. I can't forget it. I want somebody to know tonight. You may be here tonight. You may be in situations or a situation that is trying to destroy you. But you don't feel there's any way out. I want you to know there is a way of escape tonight. There is a way of escape tonight. And it's Jesus. It's the Holy Ghost. There, I'm going to just go ahead and help you to stop, to stop wasting any time or anything. The search is over. You found it. You're in the place tonight. It's here. Your answer is here tonight. It's the Holy Ghost. I said it's the Holy Ghost. Come on, people of God. Do you believe that tonight? It's in the Holy Ghost. It's in Jesus tonight. Let us remain standing tonight. He said, is this not a bread plucked out of the fire? God knows where some of us would be today. God didn't come in, snatch us out, pull us out of some situations that we created on our own. You'll find out that they were in the situation that they were in, not because of God, not because God didn't love them, but because they put themselves in the situation. Decisions. It's amazing how we become so hard-hearted. We kick against, or things are unfamiliar to us, or, or it's not the way that we want it to be. Do you know that just because a thing is not the way you want it to be or a thing or the way that you're used to it doesn't mean that it's not good? Doesn't mean that it don't work? There's a lot of people that are going off of what is unfamiliar or what they're not used to or what, what they don't, what they don't, what, what they prefer. It's not what they would prefer. I don't want to go off of what I prefer tonight. Because a lot of times the things that I prefer, it's not good. And it's, it's according to my flesh and what I want. But I want what he wants tonight. And I understand that he pulled me out of that fire. He pulled me out of that situation. 
I sit down and, and I look back at different situations in my life that I knew that that should have been it. It should have been it. Either a loss of my life or some kind of body part, something. That should have been it. But each and every time, even in my stubborn and rebellious ways, God snatched me out of those situations, still working on my behalf. I can't forget that God pulled me out of the fire. And he's constantly working, constantly trying to keep us and save us. And sometimes, because we don't, we take things for granted, we fail to realize that the devil is trying to pull us right back into those situations that are destructive, back into those rebellious habits, back into those lustful thoughts. He's trying to get us wrapped up. Young people, I'm going to tell you tonight, the devil wants you. Now, I hope that I know as a young person, that sometimes has the tendency to go in the one ear and out the other or fly over your head as you feel that you're invincible. You feel like, yeah, I can, I can play around a little bit. I got time. We know what the church is. We know the church is all about building. We know the church is all about expanding. Do you know that hell is expanding too? Do you know that the Bible says that hell hath enlarged herself? Do you know that Jesus told Peter that Satan desires to have you? He desires to have you. But you think the devil is not out to destroy you, destroy each and every one of us. He is. He is. And as God is constantly trying to pull us in the right direction, do you know that when you hear a preach message, the mess messages that people frown up at and they kick against and they murmur about, do you know that that's God trying to pull you in the right direction? Do you know that God is trying to literally snatch you out of those ways that you're thinking, behaviors? See, we say, oh, well, that's, that's just them. They're just preaching. That's just their opinion. That's how they perceive it. And we don't even realize God is trying to pull you out. God is trying to pull you back into the right direction. Because let me tell you, those thoughts, those rebellious thoughts, understand it's not from God. It's not from God. I told somebody the other day, I said, the thoughts that you're having, all you got to ask yourself, is this from God? Or is this from the devil? We know what God's all about. God is all about positivity. God is all about things that speak life into people. God ain't about speaking words that will create doubt. He's not about create speaking words that will divide. It's not what God does. It's not hard. It's not hard for us to figure out or discern. It's not hard for us to try the words like Job said, try words the way that the mouth does fruit. It ain't hard to discern what's of God and what's not of God. But sometimes we get so hard-hearted, we don't realize the devil is trying to pull us right back into those situations that he's going to destroy us. 
back into those ways of thinking, patterns of thinking that is going to destroy us. Habits, old habits that God pulled us out of. It's trying to destroy us. I don't want to be ignorant to his devices tonight. I want to understand what he is doing and what he's trying to do. I want to understand that when that thought entered in my mind, I got to call out to Jesus and ask him to deliver me from this, set me from this, free from this. I don't want to think this way. I don't want to act this way. I don't want to have a bad attitude all the time. I don't want to be this way. I need you to deliver me from this. He said, this man, he said, this is a, this is a man that, it's, he's been plucked from the fire. He's been plucked out. God literally pulled him out of a situation that was destructive, that was consuming. God pulled us all out of this world. There's nothing good about this world. Nothing. This world would destroy you. I'm going to tell you, everybody that lives for this world is going to get what is coming to this world. And the Bible says that this world is stored. There is is stored unto, fi uh, unto, unto fire. This world is going to be consumed with a fervent heat. I don't want no part of that. I don't want any part of that. I want to be a part of that wrath. God delivered me, I want to stay delivered. Guess what? If you came in here wrestling with something, God stands ready to deliver you from it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's an addiction. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's depression. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's thoughts that have your mind all tied up. God stands ready to pull you out of that destructive situation. The same way he did that high priest. God is ready to deliver you. Not only that, he wants to forgive you of your sins. He wants to wash away all of your iniquities. He wants to put on, on you a clean robe. He wants to make you clean. If you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, God wants to baptize you in Jesus' name. He wants to fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He wants to save your soul. Let's lift up our hands and let's call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Come on, there are people that are here tonight that need the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody, create an atmosphere where the presence of God can come in this place, where people can be saved and delivered. Come on, God wants to save you. God wants to pull you out. God wants to pull you out of that destructive lifestyle. God wants to pull you out of that destructive way of thinking God wants to save you he wants to wash away all of your sins he wants to fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost come on somebody lift up your voice come on I'm some, talking to some people that have allowed the devil to pull them back into some old ways of thinking some old patterns God stands ready to pull you back out of that pit Pull you back out of that garbage. This altar is open tonight. Somebody come with your heart lifted with your hands. Come on, somebody. Let God work in your heart. Work, let God work in your life. Oh, I need you, Jesus. Come on, somebody. Lift up your voice. We got people that need the Holy Ghost. We, need, we got people we need to pray with. Help them to seek after the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Jesus. We need you, dear God. Move in this place. 
move upon every heart, dear God, in the mighty name of Jesus.